0: well,
1: greetings one and all. This uh, latest edition of the TWBC uh, podcast uh, coming to you right here at the conclusion of the Lake 38 uh, Pro-Am presented by S-Lines. And uh, I have the pleasure of, uh, of welcoming to this podcast actually two of the people that got paid uh, for their for their skiing efforts. Uh, Rob Hazelwood and, uh, and Ali Nicholson. Say hi to the good folks. Hello.
2: Hello. Thanks for having us, Tony.
1: Not a problem. Not a problem at all. And. Uh yeah, it's uh, it's it it's one it's one of those kind of uh, strange events, a little bit, you know. I mean, you, I mean, you, it's a little in the middle of nowhere, you know. It's uh, it's not not too. That's every water event. Well, I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you could say that, but I mean, there are there are some events that are a little bit closer to major population centers, but I mean, we are a little ways outside of Tallahassee, and uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, it turned out to be real, really, really, really good for for both of you. Uh, at, I mean, I mean you I mean you're keeping your consistency up around about 3 and you uh, and you as well uh, you've got your consistency going on in the latter, latter portions of 10.75 point minutes. Uh, a, a little bit of a assess, self assessment for new festival Rob.
3: Uh well, for my for my skiing, um I pretty much threw the roof. Uh, I never I don't know why I never felt massively comfortable all weekend. Um but the scores didn't really show that which was which was great for me and i watched back on my skiing and it was it was a lot of the stuff that i've been trying to work on for quite a long time is starting to come into place and um to get i mean like i say i said on the webcast earlier that's my third podium and um of my life and out of three events this year that i entered other than lcq um that's three top five so big jump from last year and yeah, consistency in this sport's kind of the bread and butter. We have so many events. You've got to make the finals. There's no point in being able to get five at 41 or run 41 if you can't run 39 every time. So that's what I struggled with last year. And, um, yeah, this tournament was a nice little confidence boost.
1: Yeah, every time he came off the water, you came off the water happy.
3: Yeah, oh, for sure. And that's and you can't always do that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I'm pretty happy with that. And I cannot complain at another third.
1: All right, then. So, Ali, you know, what about your self-assessment as to what how you did out there? I mean, you ended up, uh, what was it, in third place, wasn't it? And uh, Yeah, I
2: ended up third today with four at 39. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, obviously, I want to be the next woman to get through the 39 to get all six. Um, I think part of that is just a mental block of me uh, getting one little bobble and thinking that I'm done. Um, and I was just talking uh, to Nate, actually, after the event, and I was saying, you know, I feel like at 38, if I get the bad turn, I keep going, and like I'm determined that I'm going to run it, but I feel like at 39, I just don't quite have that confidence yet, so that's what I'm looking for, uh, yeah. trying to find that confidence, you know, going into the future events and then the kind of break that we have here before our next event.
1: You seem to be uh, uh, wanting to plint in a little bit. I just was one. like, I
3: feel that, 100%. Same for me in 41.
1: Exact. Couldn't have put it into better words indeed indeed so i mean I, I mean both of you up on the podium both of you getting getting money for this event you know always always a always a gratifying feeling uh, I wanna to, wanna to delve a little bit deeper in, in into into your skis and uh, you know uh, you're 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 currently on the Yeah, I have a bone
3: too. to pick with you, Tony, but carry on.
1: Uh okay, well well pick that bone with me and then then we can go.
3: Well earlier on you yeah. stated that the O one is great for short lines and O two is great for long lines as I was running 39.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean there I mean Yeah I mean like I'm running 39
3: 341, 3 41 and you're saying I feel like this ski's been categorized quite incorrectly, um, and that, and it, okay. it, I categorized it wrongly for about three, four months of my life. I was like, "Okay, this ski's gonna so be it's fantastic. not
1: ju- so it's not just me; it's you
3: as well." I did, but then you're out here. But I was in front of you, giving you the information that it's not just a long line ski, and I think a lot of people are a lot of people are seeing that they have um, they're completely different skis with the works DNA. So that's kind of the that's kind of the way to explain it. So the a lot of the good stuff is in both skis. Just for me. The O two is was where I decided to land, and it's got a little bit more, little bit more stability, which I need. But that's not what everyone needs, you know. And um, yeah, it's definitely. There's been a lot of talk around about the O one's the only one that kind of you can do whatever on. But we have two or three with the pro. I mean, the pro was my favorite ski for years, and that's the best thing about the company that we both ski for. Hey Ho, we have three of the top of the end skis that that can quite quite. Obviously, as as proven today, I mean, that's three-thirds in... Uh, sorry, two-thirds in three tournaments. So it's obviously a high-performing ski and... Um I don't know if it's a high-performing person on top of it, but the ski is definitely damn good. I can tell you that.
2: Yes,
1: and uh, there was there was an observation that I made as I saw you ski in the in the last round, and I'll come to that in a moment. But you're eager to uh, to 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 say something there. No, Ali. I
2: just I kind of laughed to Benny earlier. I said I think the Works two is almost the ski of 2023 because last year everybody was really on the one, and I think a lot of even our team has been kind of eager to try the 02 this year. Rob's been skiing so well on it. Um, and it's just kind of funny to see more and more people wanting to try the O2 this year. Um, but as of right now, I'm still, I'm still loving my O1.
1: Okay, yes. The, the thing that I noticed with the O2 is whenever you put that ski on an edge, I mean, I mean so, far as you're con- so far as you're concerned, you know, a lot of people put the ski on an edge, then they have to come up off the edge and then go back on the edge to, to get the ski to, to react well. Yeah. With your ski, you put it on one edge, and that's it.
3: So the goal of a ski is to be able to rotate through the finish of the turn, Release a little bit of pressure. This is mainly offside, but uh, onside as well. Onside happens a lot more naturally, but you want a ski to rotate through, set to the point of where you want to go to, probably release a little bit of pressure because if it keeps on tip driving all the way around, you're going to fall off. It's going to be too much pressure. So you want your ski to be able to rotate to where it needs to get, release a little bit of pressure, come up slightly and settle back in like it's nothing. The, what a lot of people, and what I've struggled with a lot in the past is when that ski comes to where it wants to go, releases pressure, opens up, and then you get stuck with that pressure once it's opened up. And this and that's why I'm loving this ski right now. It's it's because I just feel like most of the time it really wants to finish off where it wants to go, release that pressure, give you that sense of moving back to the wake, not just leaning on the rope, and giving you that place to balance as you build into the wake. And um, yeah, I, I think you're correct. And that's definitely something I found in this work so too, and um, something that I'm inc- it's incredibly pleasant and enjoyable to feel.
1: Excellent stuff. And I hope the uh, the check is in the mail from Dave Wingarder after this the little conversation. I, I
3: should be paying him for making the ski. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't, I don't talk about a ski that I'm not excited about, you know, and the pro I was incredibly excited about and the O2, I couldn't be more excited about as a ski. And I'm not going to, I'm the last person to try sell a ski. It's something I've never been very good at at all. Um, I speak how I want to speak about a ski. I go tell you to try every single ski brand. And I go, if you want to come back to O2, I'll help you as much as I can. to set it up for me. It's a fantastic ski for you. It might not be. And for a lot of people, the more people that we see riding it, the more people are that are comfortable on the works. I want and the works. two. And, um, I sell a ski with how I feel and I ski on a ski that I feel great on. And that's why I'm talking so much about it is because for me, I'm having so much damn fun on this ski and, that that's that's how this sport has to be. You know, I'm having a great time and I'm, I'm going to talk about it.
1: And you're probably sinking a little bit with this, Ali, you know, because it, it almost sounds like ask your doctor if this is right for you. <laughs> 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 anyway, how do you feel about the ski that you're on?
2: No, I love the Works01. Um, I got on it last fall and I had been on the pro for a while. I had loved the pro, um... I had the unfortunate accident last year in Italy where I broke probably one of my favorite skis in a long time, sticking it through the handle. Um, Total freak accident. Very sad to see that ski go, but um, when I got on the works in the fall, I was really excited. My consistency went through the roof. Um, Last fall was the closest I've been to running 39 um, with several fours, three-and-a-halves of me trying to turn and a score at five, Um, so... I've really, yeah, I've loved the Works 01 since the beginning. I've kind of asked about trying the two. We haven't gotten there quite yet, um, but I think it's one of those things. I'd like to try it just to see. I mean, I love the one, and Rob kind of said that they both kind of have a lot of the, the good, They but they do have differences, so um, I haven't really gotten much of a chance with the, the 02, but I, I'm definitely open to try it one day.
1: All right. We finished up uh, with the Lake 38 uh, pro, uh, Pro-Am presented by S-Lines now we go on to the european portion of uh, of of the water ski pro tour obviously there are going to be some events there that are, that are, uh that are you'll be keen to uh, to make a good showing on uh you've got two weeks to prepare i mean uh first of all what what's the what's the one out of the european leg that you are uh, looking forward to
3: not gonna lie i'm excited for all of them. I think Lacanau is if we're just talking pro tour right now or we're yeah. we talking every event?
1: Uh all right, let's go every event. I know, I, I
3: know. I love the Pro Tour. I love everything that it's doing. That's gotta be but obviously there's a few events that aren't part of it in Europe, unfortunately. because um, I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. But Greece looked like one big party. Lacanau is in one of the most beautiful places you'll ever go in your life. Um Botash is just a, a great site. Um Funglis is just throwing a ton of money at it. Um and I mean, for me right now, obviously the f- my first event is going to be the Domartin Funghless Pram, uh, which is in just a beautiful little back country of France. You you drive through farms and you open up to a lake. Um, so that's going to be the next one for me, and it's there's big money on the line thirty thousand euros, um, and it's there's the women's event yeah <laughs> and it, it's, it's men only right now yeah. but um, but it's for me that's obviously it's a big opportunity and I love skiing at that place Nico is a fantastic guy and a fantastic host and uh, I'm looking forward to every single one of those events in Europe it's going to be a, a fun experience ski good ski bad there's going to be a ton of food <laughs> ton, of, ton of food ton of drinks and a uh, ton of skiing so it'll be a great time
1: all right, then you obviously experienced a little bit of frustration.
3: There, <laughs> no, with, no, with I'm kidding.
2: No, I mean, I have heard them talk about it. I, I've and everybody's, you know, said some pretty great things about fungless. Um, I'm hoping maybe one day they'll open it up, make it, you know, both sides. Um, as for me, I'm really excited for Lacanau. I've never been to Lack-No. Um
1: Oh, you'll love it.
2: I know I'm so I'm super excited to go there um and then greece i had an amazing time last year i'm so excited to go back george was amazing last year Yeah,
1: when i mentioned greece or when whenever he mentioned greece your eyes just lit up
2: yeah it was so much fun i think the skiers had so much fun there um you know away from the lake it was just it was kind of a getaway and it was almost i think forgot that it was a tournament a little bit Um, it was like one big party and then as always San Gervasio is in Italy, which is definitely my country with the favorite food. I am a big pasta and pizza gal. Mozzarella um, too. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I, Italy is like, it's gonna cap off my uh, little trip with the best food and I am so excited for that.
1: Oh yes, and we're definitely excited for the waterski pro tour tournaments, which which also include towards the tail end of the season Mastercraft and the, and the Ma- and the Malibu. Obviously, we'll talk a little, we'll, we'll talk some more as uh, as, as we all return uh, from from Europe around about that time. But let's go all the way towards the end, the World Championships. I mean, you, I mean, you train there essentially, yep, and to help you that. have your best scores there essentially. So you can't, I, I, I sense that there is a great deal of excitement between the two of you when it comes down to being able to perform uh, at that site.
2: Yeah, I love Jacks. I mean, it feels kind of like home. Um I skied there all through college. I ski there still a ton today. Um it's kind of strange doing tournaments there cuz it feels so much like home that it's like so comfortable. It's such a great site, a place that there, there's going to be huge scores. Um yeah, I know. I'm super excited to go down there and uh, have Worlds at Jack's.
1: All right. What about you?
3: Um, exactly weird. You're like sat there and it's like, okay, oh wait, this is Worlds, not not just a practice set. Because I ski there, I live there, I ski there every set, um, kind of six months of the year. And um, like we, we kind of get treated like family and the place is beautiful. And it's like you're pulling out for your gates and it's like, oh boy, actually... You got it. It's just like little things like I don't really go through my gates in practice, um, which a lot of people say is stupid, which I also agree is probably stupid. But like it's obviously like, oh, man, I've got this. View. I'm so used to this view that's different. And um, it's incredibly exciting. I mean, the world's last year was probably the best event that's ever been um, skiing wise. The skiing was tight. It was just it's a stacked field. The thing is, there was not a single person on this. It will probably be three to make the final for the men. Uh, and probably two or three for the women. So it's not just you have one round. It's not like here where you get two rounds, you warm up you feel things out. You have one round to pretty much know that you need to get through at forty one. And there's very few people in this world that can do that. And so it makes it exciting. It's a free for all. Anybody can do anything. Every single person and their dog is there who's ever ridden any sort of ski. So it's uh it's exciting to be there. It's exciting to watch and hopefully both everyone that we know everyone does well and um, hopefully me and Ali are in that final
2: I think it's like a strange level of comfort I think even the last Worlds I've skiing there a lot more now than I was before the last Worlds and it was kind of like I remember coming around the island and being like I feel at home but like this is Worlds like yeah. come on you have to it's gonna. It was like a odd sense of calmness of like just feeling so comfortable, but kind of being like, all right, now you got to remember, you got one shot, kind of yeah. like Rob said, you got one shot to make it count, one shot to make it to the finals, um, and it's never going to be an easy cut, especially not at a site like that.
3: And I feel like we get used to kind of these two round events, hey. that's like, okay, you 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 know, it's nice to do well in the first round. You know, you want to do well to get in, but Worlds is a whole different kettle of fish when you have one round. It's one round to do well, and it's top eight, not sorry, oh, I was top twelve, but it's everyone's there. It's tight.
1: All right. Aside from the skiing that uh, that you're no doubt to be getting plenty of, you know, whether whether in practice training or actually competing, what what are you two looking forward beyond the scale of what you're doing on the water? Food,
3: food. I love. The, well, are we about Europe or worlds. You're, you're, Europe, Life. worlds. Life. Life. Between that, here on the other. Oh, I'm a food guy, and the, and just going around Europe, going to new places, like the restaurant that be found. I, I, it could have been a chain i don't know what it was but it was super you are not, not going to be one of those super fo- home family and um you're and not
1: going to be one of those guys that actually takes a photograph of them no plate not before that the I, inter- I eat
3: it before i even get there but just <laughs> no i don't know first. about i don't know about a lot of people but um for me i'm very grateful to be able to live this life and the fact that we can travel the world in the summer and um and do things that i dreamt of as a child for years and years and years to have a tour and to be able to do things that I'm not stupid a million people would wish they would be able to do is travel around Europe, water ski, uh, get to meet some fantastic people, ski some fantastic sites. And I don't take it for granted. And just in generally, I'm excited to live life and hopefully ski well
1: on top of that. All right. What about you?
2: Um, I'm excited. I'm also a food person. I do love food with the traveling. I'm excited to go to new places, new sites. Um, I'm actually planning to go to Canada this year, which of all the places I've traveled, I've never been to Canada. Um, so pretty excited about that. And just like going to see, like I said, different sites, new things, just new experiences all around. Um, I definitely, it's not above me to know how blessed I am to be able to travel and, um, pursue this sport that I love so much. Um, so I'm just grateful that, you know, we have the pro tour coming now and that it's growing, um, year by year
1: all right then we're gonna uh we're gonna put a wrap on this uh this podcast you've got people that are waiting wait waiting for you <laughs> there's, to a get cu- back. there's a there's
3: a queue by there's two <laughs> there's two cars left that are about to leave and there are so
1: all right then so any thanks any acknowledgements do you want to give robert
3: um obviously everyone at at ho skis ho sports that has um supported both me and Ali, but so many people in this sport um they make a fantastic ski it's a fantastic group the fact that uh, from 21 years old, 20, I think 18 years old, I joined. But they started to listen to my voice and and make me feel a part of the team when I probably maybe didn't deserve to be. And um, obviously, that's huge. My family, mum and dad, um, everyone at Hazelwood Ski, World back home, that supports, sends messages of of love and well done, and just everyone in the sport of water skiing that makes the sport what it is.
2: I'll echo on that. Uh, I mean, obviously, always shout out to HO. I think I've been with the team close to 10 years if not 10 years now um they've been nothing but amazing to me so always thank you for their support um my mom my dad my brother is my biggest supporter my my coach um my best friend at the lake i love having him around um so definitely shout out to all of them all and right.
3: one last one for me that obviously jack travers and the whole family at that lake for um i know ali skis are a lot but for allowing me to live there and um and take up so much of their lake time and, and family time and everything. So, yeah, the
2: one last thanks to them. Yeah, Jack and Leilani have really been great to us. Yep. All
1: right, then, and that's been the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. A big thanks to uh, Robert Hazelwood and and Ali Nicholson for their participation. The next podcast will feature LA Night Jam. Uh, we're going to be talking to a few of the jumpers prior to the event and getting some post, uh, post-event reaction. But this has been uh, your, uh, your host, Tony Lightfoot, saying ciao for now.
0: Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to the TWBC Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.